Are you guys ready for the full conversation with Bobby Basewaters, the man behind this awesome arrangement of Hoist the Colors that is everywhere right now? Before we get into it, check out some of my favorite moments from Bobby's amazing career as a bass singer. Mason, roll it. Hoist the Colors Had them 40 thieves, share is that had a thousand tails. What master you in luckers up your sleeve? He had a brand of magic, never failed. Mighty kings in Nagothrond and Gondolin, who now be on. Knock, knock, I am at your door now. I am coming in. No need for me to ask permission. you are watching or listening from i'm here with the great bobby bass and i'm gonna pass it over to him and allow him to uh, introduce himself real quick for those that don't know who he is so i am bobby bass uh, also known as bobby waters which is my real name bass isn't <laughs> my last name uh, if that's a surprise to you but i am an online music creator i got my start on tiktok and kind of blew up from there doing all these bass duets and stuff like that. And I started doing my own covers, collaborating with new people. Um, and as, as my socials began to skyrocket, I found myself involved and in the creation of groups like the Wellerman and the Bass Gang, and later on joined uh, Pitch Slapped at Berkeley. And so right now my life is consisting of music, music, and music, full time, full time, baby. It's amazing, man. It's really, it's really not, not many people can make music work as a full-time gig. You know, mm. it's, it's a hobby for so many people. And especially um, going down a track that you've gone where there's no really formal institution that you're kind of joining. It's all just creating and collaborating and basically making things out of nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, funnily enough, um, people ask me, like, what did you study in college? I was a computer science major. And near the end of my career, uh, I, I think uh, the COVID uh, pandemic happened, like, uh, at the tail end of my junior year. So that's kind of when I started TikTok. So as I was approaching graduating, I was like, well, I really like this music stuff. But, like, how viable is this going to be in, like, a career sense? So I, I had kind of two paths comp sci path and the music path and and luckily for me I, I i could just tell i wasn't into the computer science uh path at that moment so i was like let's let's see if this music thing like i i just got out of college let's see if we can make it work if i like put full time <laughs> into it not with like studying and stuff like that my full effort into this and it worked out so far so yeah at, at what <laughs> at what at what point in that kind of switch of trajectory were you like you know what? I think I can actually make this happen. Oh boy. Probably probably when I started uh Oh, that's a good question. It, it like monetarily probably when I started getting like money from like collaborating with like Melinda and 10 West with the Wellerman, I was like, "Huh, this might be able to make a living off of this." And so I, with those projects and some of like the opportunities, like I did a last April, I did an Apple commercial and that was super crazy. So that, that was definitely one of those moments where I was like, oh, maybe, maybe this is what I'm supposed to do, but yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, I, yeah, I figured even though I'm sure it was really exciting when your, some of your socials started blowing up, you probably weren't like, oh yeah, this is how I'm going to make all my money. Because I know it's really, oh, yeah. <laughs> real. like you have to be, the, the the viewership you have to be getting, especially on a platform like TikTok to make actual living money is absurd. Mm -hmm. No, it's been, like, fun, funny enough, the TikTok pays the least out of all, all of that stuff. So I usually have to rely on all these other sources like YouTube or Spotify or streaming like that. Yeah. Uh, but everyone will tell you, don't just become like 
a TikTok star artists. That's not where like you make a living. You make right. a living based off all these other like yeah. uh, areas of music and streaming and stuff like that. And mind you, people, this is coming from someone who has what one point eight million followers on TikTok. Yeah, just just <laughs> past one point eight, like a couple days ago. Yeah, checking that number. Absolutely insane. I figure maybe someone like Lauren Paley might be able to make a living with ten million. Mm-hmm. Maybe. No, she, yeah, she's crazy. She has like blew up everywhere. Facebook, YouTube. I think she has a diamond thing on YouTube or a gold plate. But oh, that's she's right. She's got crazy. yeah. She's got yeah. Mil, uh, at least a million subscribers on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. wild to be that big on all the platforms. I, I don't know how she she was. I mean, obviously <laughs> she's incredible, but yeah, subconsciously she's a marketing <laughs> genius. <laughs> she she must be. Um, I was just thinking about kind of where we were in life the last time we chatted, which is such a funny yeah. thing to think about because that was right. <laughs> that must have you know that was probably right after we did our Avi Kaplan cover together, the first thing we ever did together. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, right when I started the podcast, like the very early phases of the podcast. And I think at that point, you had only had like one or two big videos on TikTok. It was before the sea shanties, pre-sea yeah. shanties. So I think you had like 200,000 followers on TikTok. The base gang hadn't formed yet. The Wellerman, oh, hadn't, Wellerman, the Wellerman hadn't formed yet. <laughs> Just you and I. (laughs) It was just you and me. And I mean, that was, I want to say like two and a half years ago or so. So it's Uh, yeah, 2021, I think. It is crazy how far things can go in just two and a half years. Like imagine imagine a full decade, you know, from when we first started working together. Mm -hmm. Who knows where we'll be? You know, eight years, we'll do another podcast. (laughs) Then we'll have the decade one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what what's this uh, journey kind of been like for you to go from I'm just going to TikTok for fun to like oh this is now my full time job and this is probably going to be my job in some in some form like what you're doing might change but like music is what you're doing with your life. Hmm. I think it first started transitioning once I got out of college because uh, I did have a side job. Uh, I was an archery instructor. I might have, I probably mentioned this last time we were talking. I think so. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> it, not like it's, we've talked since then, but, um, <laughs> but I actually recently uh, started like taking like a couple months ago, started taking a step back from, I was doing like the marketing for that as well. And, and I was only doing some classes here and there, but now I'm kind of just fully doing music. Um, so it's, it started the Wellerman and some of the early collabs that I did, like once I got out of college kind of helped. Um, but then once it kind of hit that, like summer, I think it was summer. Oof, no, it was the summer. It was summer 2021 after I graduated in the spring. That's when I like started collaborating with Melinda and doing all that stuff. That's when. We were like full in the middle of like recording the Wellerman album. It was probably almost done by that point. Uh, I'm trying to remember when it w- when it actually came out. But uh, after the first album came out, and I started getting more of these collaborations, the bass gang started popping off. Wellerman started popping off. Uh, my own stuff, uh, very very pre hoist the colors, <laughs> which I'm sure we'll talk about later. Yeah, <laughs> but um, we but essentially I it just kind of just kept growing and growing for me more like uh linear and then there would just be these kind of like spikes like when when i made like uh drunken sailor with melinda or hoist or uh or the wellerman song blew up and it would just kind of just bounce off from there and kind of just p- propel me forward in a way yeah uh, so that's kind of <clears> been <throat> my experience <throat> since then there haven't been really any peaks that went like super low for me uh music career wise i've kind of always kept busy and it's just been getting busier and busier as a, yeah. as as i'm sure you know yeah that's well that's the trick about going viral is just going viral is not enough you have to be able to you need to be able to keep putting out content of the same quality of the thing that went viral so sometimes people will have a moment on tiktok where there's no plan but they just post a tiktok video they get a basically a huge following overnight, but then they have nothing else to follow up with, which is yeah. so different in music. When like you have you have your strengths, you've got you know especially the bass singing is what you're defined as, 
and you can make a million more high quality bass singer, you know, covers or performances. So it's like you get that viral thing and then you can keep making things that people really love. Yeah. And so it's so instead of you just going like this and then flatlining, it's like you just find the new peak. So you mm -hmm. get these big pr propulsions forward and then you just keep going. It's like yeah. it's it's like it's linear unless it's a big blow up and then it just goes back to being linear, which yeah, is the best. That's, that's, the, that's the best. That's the best thing you can hope for, really. Mm -hmm. And especially if you're able to like hop on trends that work well with what you do, especially like me starting out uh, duetting Melinda when the Sea Shanty craze started going off. That 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 just definitely propelled us. Um, uh, it was very mutually beneficial to both of us doing um, tons and tons of sea shanty songs because you, a lot of people can never get enough of those. Yeah, I mean they're still they're still popping off, which I guess <laughs> which I guess brings us to the the hoist, um, yes. which which was already a really successful release when you put it out. It was doing extremely well, but then now it's just gotten this enormous second wind. Um, yeah especially on streaming, right? I mean, streaming, it seems like it's going particularly crazy. Yes. Uh, I, I don't usually check uh, the analytics of most platforms, but I always look at Spotify. It makes it very easy with, with the artist uh, app, and it gets very specific in there. So I've been able to track how it's been doing for, I, I will technically since it's come out. Mm -hmm. Seeing that progression uh, gives you a nice little, uh, nice little line graph just going... <laughs> the North Sea stuff blew up, um, which was which we were all very, very happy about. And I think even later today, we're all having a meeting uh, about what to do next with the song because we might do some other stuff. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Also, I, it's because I, I miss every trend because it's not my sphere. But what it, what is all the North Sea stuff and why did that contribute to Voice the Colors? Yeah, so I think uh, right, right now it's Jan like late January. I think late November was when these North Sea videos started uh popping up and and I think I just I think I found out recently where the North Sea was. I think it's kind of uh like east east of England, east of the UK, kind of like that upper upper like sea area. That sounds right. Um and so people just found a bunch of these videos of these giant tanker ships in the treacherous North Sea, if you see the, I mean, those waves are scary. Like, yeah. uh, you, you won't catch me out there. No. Someone's like, film a music video out there. I was like, have you, they literally show you the videos of why not to do this. <laughs> and um, people just started adding videos of like boats, videos of just like the open sea, oil tankers, uh, battleships all on the ocean. And for some reason, uh, my song Hoist the Colors, which came out probably a year at least a year before that, um, people started latching it on. One person added uh, the sound because you can just add the sound on TikTok and it will play over the video. And that video did amazing. And then so more people started making these North Sea videos, adding the sound to it. And it just kept going up and up and up. The, the way that it kind of works on TikTok is that when you've got like this viral sound going and you start adding and you like add videos to it, the more you add a bunch of videos are kind of bouncing off each other uh, uh, algorithm wise. And just, they just kind of keep like boosting each other's numbers. It kind of works like, um, uh, like the duets that I usually do on TikTok. Like if the original video is doing well and I do edit, it's most likely going to do well as really well as well, as long as it's blowing up at that time. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's kind of easy to see trends like that, but the North Sea trend just like blew blew everything I previously did out of proportion. Like I think the hashtag has over almost three billion views right now, which is it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of watch time. Oh my um, God, yeah. And I checked the sound. I checked yesterday. It, uh, my sound's still trending. It's I think number seven trending sound on TikTok. It's uh, almost two and a almost I think. 250,000 videos have used the sound almost. Oh which my, is dude, that is crazy. crazy. Yes. And I am half of it. No, but um, <laughs> it's, it, people have started kind of like spread branching out since then. 
uh, adding the sound to not just North Sea videos because uh, it's it, it it's a a lot of people find the sound scary. So like yeah, on some of the scary videos that people post on, like what not to do in the dark, and then they add the song in, and it's it just keeps going up from there. But yeah, that's been my experience with the North Sea. Absolutely crazy. It's been it's been interesting, especially seeing someone like Big Brev who hasn't really released his own music on Spotify yet, but because of Voice the Colors has like hundreds of thousands of monthly listeners. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's so funny because um, <laughs> before Danny just had um, uh, like you, and if y'all don't know, Danny's an amazing opera singer, Big Brev. That was the only thing he had on his Spotify. So he had, <laughs> he had all these uh, like opera songs and arias and then, and then he had hoist the colors, <laughs> which he was actually asking. He's like, "Should I make two separate Spotify's for that?" And we're like, "Nah, we, you should just keep it on that." Yeah, yeah. So, so how many listens is it pulling in a day? About at this point, let's find out. For the past uh, month, maybe it's been over a hundred thousand streams on Spotify a day. Um. So yesterday, Man. for instance. Oh, it just it, and it, on Spotify it just hit twelve point five million streams. Yay! That's like um, a million in the last week. Yeah, it, in the past, let's see, in the past, <laughs> in the past twenty eight days, Hoist the Colors got three million streams. And Dude, that is like that's yeah. almost that's. It's not quite like super commercial music level, but it's close. Mm-hmm. Like that is close yeah. to like radio music. That level of of plays <laughs> i can imagine taylor swift coming on noah Khan, and then and then the sea shanty song just popping up that'd be that throw everyone for a loop that'd be funny isn't that the dream to somehow get a weird bass song on pop radio oh for real that's i think that's my life goal at this point that's, that's my next objective <laughs> yes how do we how do we do that well some of the stuff i've i've been making for myself and i've been making for the bass gang for this year which i won't reveal no secrets revealed at this point but but um it's much more conducive to like pop music i suppose where it's like a lot of samples a lot of like electronic stuff and then a lot and then of course with a, a lot of vocal layering in addition to it um but it it kind of bridges the gap between like pop music and this like crazy very niche based genre so i'm i'm very interested to see how some of those songs will do well We'll know in a year from now. <laughs> we we shall. We shall. <laughs> um also just like bass gang, I'm 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 really excited about for this year. We've got we've got all of 2024 planned out. We've got a new song coming out in just a few days as we record this. Um tell me your thoughts on the bass gang. Are you are you pumped to see where the group is headed this year? Yeah, this I kind of think was our first year where we've um kind of planned everything out at the beginning we had this big like several hour long meeting of what to do because we're great at procrastinating and we're great at like getting right up to the time limit on all these things despite so, despite yeah. like despite busting ass mm-hmm. we do always... yeah it's not like we're lazy we're, yeah. we're working hard yeah but yeah we do always push up against the deadlines anyway go ahead <laughs> yeah but um it's i was listening to some of the old stuff like the old I guess technically like a couple months after we had our first call, the stuff we started working on the first EP Mm -hmm. uh, shout out Billie Eilish and just looking at those videos and just where we've, and then looking at like the last EP that we did. It's crazy difference. Yeah. And that, that check trip on its own was so much fun. Uh, But it's, it's been so nice to kind of, uh, work with y'all over the years and see see all this like positive growth uh just kind of starting from like we 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 eventually after the first ep started our own channel started outsourcing like um production stuff so we can focus on the creative aspects of our group which um which was a big thing because a lot of people don't realize that first ep we did everything included like the video editing i think actually i was the only one who didn't do the video editing uh nicole did that one for me she did editing mixing mastering the, the all the production stuff 
so now um that we're actually like a group now and getting like views and revenue from this we can put that towards um our next projects making them bigger and better and uh and having collaborator more collaborators on it and stuff like that so just seeing all this positive growth um for the group um it ha has been amazing it's it's yeah. been really cool and i didn't think we'd be able to like get this far with an online group uh we were like the wellerman and the and the base gang like there weren't many online groups before that because covid hadn't happened so most people just did stuff in person so right. that kind of pushed us to get creative and green screens you can i can see yours in the background you can see <laughs> mine in the background always always magic ready magic happens <laughs> um but it's uh it's it's been amazing just seeing the the growth and uh how, how widespread the base gang is now and like seeing all these fans just loving the stuff that we do yeah 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 i see so much potential for the group it's like for the the base gang um it's different in your in your solo uh trajectory and it's a little different from the wellerman and that you and the wellerman have had some of those nice big jumps right you've got the mm -hmm. linear growth but then you've got the things that blow up the sea shanty yeah. here and there or whatever and the base gang's very much just been mm -hmm. Linear, so we're, yeah. we're still we're still kind of waiting <laughs> we're still kind of waiting for our waiting first. for that one yeah because i mean yeah. like you know if you go on our channel you know even the first videos are still fun and enjoyable but the quality since then has gone up so much so as soon as one goes off people will discover like 15 more music videos that are all all quite good like all yeah. i would still be happy to share with people and so we're just kind of waiting for that that first one to really kick it yeah sprinkle a little viral magic on one of these videos yeah and... well you know the one coming out in a few days mm -hmm. it's it has a lot of potential for some viral magic so we'll see oh yeah i listened <laughs> to that for the first time like i was like um but after like the first mix i was like okay let's let's hear this put on my headphones i was like oh boy <laughs> This is this is this is nice. This is nice. Yeah, it's, wonder, it's great. I wonder if we could, we maybe we could talk about this in our meeting, like how hoist the colors has become a sound that everyone uses. I wonder if we could somehow like micro influence a trend for people to start using mm -hmm. the 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 Viking theme song sound. Yeah, um, our version of it. It'd be it'd be worth trying. Yeah, because honestly, what TikTok, even though it doesn't like, can't make a living off it, TikTok is great at having stuff blow up and, and sometimes drawing that to other places. That's what happened when like, we made the first Toys of the Colors, like the, the duet chain, not even the song. Uh, we made uh, the song based off of that duet chain and it blew up kind of because of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's it's kind of tricky trying to find these ways of manipulating the algorithm, just sliding yourself in there so you can kind of get those viral moments. Um, but it it is it is a fickle thing, uh, yeah. TikTok and these in these apps. But I I think we can do it. We're we're smart folk. We're smart folk. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's tough to predict what's going to do well. But I was just thinking how these you've got like footage of these ships on the sea with hoist the colors. There's got to be like something up in Scandinavia, some footage from Scandinavia, like the fjords or something that with like the Viking song that 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 could be could be really cool. Yeah, like well, a I... raging river or, or bears fighting each other. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we'll see, man. Casper, we'll see. write that down. Casper, are you listening right now? <laughs> um. So we've got that song coming out. We've got um, you're doing a song for us uh, coming mm -hmm. up in just a couple months. I guess we probably shouldn't reveal any of it, but y'all are going to yeah. love it. Shanty vibes. Anticipated. And then and then also, I mean, everything we're doing for the next EP has tons of potential for for major for major blow ups mm -hmm. um, between the collaborators and just the song choices could be, I, could yeah. be really interesting. I have a feeling a lot of people are gonna um a lot of fans of us are gonna really enjoy this EP. And yeah. based on how it's looking so far, it's gonna be it's gonna be another Bob. It's gonna We're be very it's excited. gonna be a Bob. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think twenty twenty four is our year. I really do. Yeah. I think yeah. some things are gonna some things are gonna pop off big time.
fingers crossed. We got this. We got this. 2023, it's in the past. 2024 is now. There we you go. You heard it here. You heard it here. <laughs> um, do you have any solo projects coming up? Yeah, kind of. Um, one of the things that I've been wanting to do this year is because a lot of my TikTok careers kind of been duetting all these other videos and uh, with varying production differences. But now I kind of wanted to focus on doing kind of my own stuff. I, I kind of started out uh, with, I released it, I think it, <clears throat> I released it New Year's Eve. It was called Once Upon a December. It was like a little bit longer than a minute, like short cover, like of me singing a song, Basified. And right. I wanted to do more of those uh, covers of, it can be from any genre, like short minute covers of these, uh, of just me singing a song like bass wise. And it, it's kind of been helping my production skills a little bit more as well, kind of making the background instrumental, coming up with all these sounds and creative ideas for the song, then obviously recording it an octave or seven lower. <laughs> um, Naturally. So I, I have this whole list and I've started putting together um, kind of uh, like uh, not not necessarily a schedule, but I've, I've been I've started multiple projects at one time, because if I post these all over socials and one of them does really well and people want to hear a full cover of it, then I'll make a full cover of it. I have the session and I can just kind of work off of that. And um, so that's kind of been my plan for this year. And I was also considering doing um, uh, a Halloween, a Halloween and or Christmas EP mm. because I've never uh, I, I've released singles like uh, like Oh, Death, Grinch, Hoist. But I've never like released like an EP that wasn't like me connected to a group, uh, for instance, the Bass Gang or the Wellerman. So I kind of wanted to challenge myself and start very early because i always start these things too late <laughs> a lot of people don't realize how early you have to start christmas music to release christmas music um but um yeah that's that's uh for th that's essentially my uh plan for this year we'll see how it goes but uh if i manage to get that stuff uh get that stuff done then yeah that'd be very exciting cool 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 um what are your how do you deal with creative block if you're if you're just if or do you ever do you ever experience that when you're really just not feeling inspired to make music? Ooh. Yeah, it's especially since I start this is now my full-time job. I've been doing music a lot like just for the past couple of days I've been getting up and recording for like 6 hours straight and it it can get very tiring. Last night, literally, I, I got downstairs and I was like, okay, uh, time to time to comp this, time to edit this a little. And I was looking at it, I was like, I can't do this right now. <laughs> I can't do I'll I'll do this tomorrow. But uh, so it's it definitely gets tiring when it's like the only thing you're doing. Like, I'm sure you know that a little more than me, having this full-time opera job as well yeah. as content creator. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know how you do it, man. <laughs> but um, it's it's usually there's more than one project um i'm working on at at one point so if i'm ever getting tired like with the creative aspects or with the recording aspects of one song i can always uh i always have something else to do uh so i can always draw my energy somewhere else and if i don't feel like doing music or i don't feel like um like recording anything for the day maybe i'll just get on my computer and do a bunch of like content stuff, uh, schedule posts on Facebook, prepare stuff for my Patreon, uh, Patreon. Uh, but we, <laughs> but no, it's, it, there's usually enough to do, but, and if I'm just like not feeling it at all, I'll just like take a break, maybe watch something. But, yeah. uh, it's, it, it can be, it can be annoying at times, especially when you have to get stuff done, but, uh, but you gotta do what you gotta do. If it's, if it's kind of like, if you if you're only doing this and it's kind of like your health is declining a little bit and stuff, especially your mental health, then it, everyone needs a break. So yeah, that's that's sure. kind of how I view it. I feel that big time. Yeah, currently, like I said, there's these periods. It's always really busy. Like you're talking about, you're always making projects, 
always collaborating with people and then you have to do the patreon engagement and the discord and, and all the rest that goes with it but then there are there are these moments where things you know get even crazier for me it's generally when i have a lot of projects that are happening at the same time as an opera production there's just no way around it i mean like sunday we had because i'm single cast you know got got to the theater like 11 a.m for makeup full run of the show dinner break full run of the show with the other cast so it's just That's a lot yeah and then and then i'm gonna get up after all that the next morning and then like shoot content it's like that's what i'm that's what i'm up against at the moment and i was definitely feeling it last night i just during this run of the show you know even with all the costumes and everything and we're in this big amazing uh, opera house for this production big big amazing opera house i'm still mm -hmm. just like i was just like completely dead inside yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. i can't imagine that is crazy. Was that the um? I saw pictures in that crazy makeup and the wig. Yes, yes. That was that. That's oh, Don Basilio and the Barber of Seville, and it's a it's a really fun comic character, and I'm playing it very fabulously because that's how the director wants me to do it, and very flamboyantly, and it's a blast, and like the makeup is hilarious and cool, but when you've been doing it for like four weeks twice as much as most of the other people in the cast because your single cast is like the comedic bits are not so funny anymore and you're just kind of like <laughs> forcing your way through it that all of course changes oh boy when, when a big audience is there that all changes right yeah we, we, we get to opening night and it will be extremely fun and rewarding and all that but like the end of the rehearsal process can be pretty brutal yeah i haven't done like oh i guess the only like live show that i've done was uh with the Wellerman and that was that was big like preparing that especially mm -hmm. with like recording an entire second album within the same week yeah um but but with opera that's oh boy there's so many different things that go into that I can't imagine it's a whole <laughs> it's a whole thing stone demon yes. yeah 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 so it'll be nice when I mean we'll have we'll have a nice break between weekends of performances and I've already got plans with some people in the cast to go up to Sedona for a couple of days. Ooh. And we're just going to like hike and hot tub and cook and hang out. So that's going to be super, super nice. I'm sure you're looking forward to that. That sounds amazing. I yeah. could use a hot tub right now. That I know. Nice. The, 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 <laughs> the idea of like beer in hot tub, what with a like a nice vista of the Red Rocks. Yeah. That is, that's got to propel me forward. You know what actually is funny? You reminded me that I think I have with me. Give me one sec. Okay. You're going to laugh. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Saving it for next time. Saving it for next time. Dude, oh that, was, that was such a fun day. That was. Uh, I mean, what's not fun about having like three beers for breakfast? That was yeah. It was, was incredible. Great. So for context, <laughs> this is during our, our base gang trip to the Czech Republic and Tommy's acapella group shot C uh, that was featuring Casper that day as well. They were performing at this little music festival and Bobby and I were just off the clock and <laughs> had coupons to eat giant bratwursts and beer all day. And we did exactly that. It was it was incredible. And they gave us so many of them and we just. Kept <laughs> yeah. All the it singers, because all, all the singers were performing, they didn't want to drink a bunch before they performed. They're like, here, you guys can have them. We're like, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a very fun day. Just the beautiful uh, Czech countryside. It was a very oh. nice festival. Good it music. Was. Yeah, great music. It was so good, actually. I think that was probably the first time we've seen uh, Tommy and Casper perform. Oh, definitely. Uh, so that was so that was really cool. Tommy was basing it up. It was basing really up, nice. dude. The growls through that sound system were, were amazing. Yeah. Oh, Tommy with his growls. Tommy, give with him the a growls. sub and give him a subwoofer and and he'll 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 make an earthquake. It's he nice. Will, he will <laughs> Tim Faust it up out there. <laughs> dude, I I hope I hope the bass gang. I'm sure we will. I hope we get to, you know, get together again to shoot more videos. No, definitely. I there's there's so much that we can do. I mean, just there's a lot of lot logistic stuff that we need to sort out. But it's once we kind of get past that hump, we're 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 good. Like it, the yeah. check check was so much fun. Uh, I and cheap. 
Yeah. But like, oh my gosh, I think we had seven, seven or throughout the two weeks we were there, we had like seven or eight five dollar euros that were like this big. <laughs> and I remember just eating it in the in the cave for be prepared. Yeah, was... just in the monk cloaks, <laughs> <laughs> the donor kebab. Oh my oh, gosh, yeah, they were phenomenal. They they were really good. Yeah. Oh my god, I I, I want to go back just for that. That and yeah. that steak dinner. Oh, oh. goodness. <laughs> Dude, so so many great moments. That 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 trip is a major life highlight for me. Mm-hmm. For, yeah, I I was looking back at um, I was posting some videos of it for content on Patreon, but um, <laughs> but it was reminding me. I forgot so many things that we did there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And be, and Casper and all of us just shot so much video. We had so many good moments. Um, and it was definitely a trip to remember. It was it was incredible. Incredible. And here's here's to more of that. Yes, we will we will make that happen. Two things. One, I keep forgetting that there's going to be a full documentary that Casper's making, and I'm yes. so excited. And I keep forgetting, and then you'll say something, or Casper will say he's editing it, and I'm like, oh, that's right. We get to like relive it for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Which I'm and really I feel excited like about. I feel like it's also like a good a good amount of time like past uh the check trip because it's probably been almost that was august it'll be, by the time that comes out it'll be about six months yeah damn so That's like we, we've had time to cool down from the trip and and obviously some like we're forgetting some moments so once cast i think we should just have a whole viewing party we should for this thing get the popcorn get the 3d yes. glasses and we're <laughs> in enjoy- because i don't know how long it's going to be i think it's like at, at least an hour or something he's, at least he's got a, so much footage at least an hour yeah. yeah that's super super exciting and then re re getting together again i think two things i think once marwan's done with school um a that will i think make that part of it much easier getting him able to travel and then two by that point hopefully the base gang will be you know making enough money to where it's just not an issue at all for all of us to to get together again because it's mm-hmm. doing well now but you know providing income for four people five people i guess six people with ryan <laughs> yeah <laughs> involved as well you gotta you gotta be really raking it in we're not quite there yet but we're we're on the way mm-hmm. no it's it's exciting what the it's, future holds for it's us. really exciting i think the the projects we're doing for this ep are i think green screen will be incredible for them Mm-hmm. especially with our collaborators yes which will be i don't think we could have flown that, them out to check <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine just a abs that would be an absolute party though oh imagine everyone <laughs> yeah and, all of and us, then the bass gang all of us plus all our collaborators for this album that would be a riot <laughs> we'd have oh, to rent a we'd have to rent like a a check castle for a couple weeks I forgot we almost did that. We almost did. That would have been so cool. Tell as old as time vibes. <laughs> yes, exactly. But um, now that'd be that'd be a party. But we'll have to do that. But anyway, green screens will be great for this year. Um, we'll probably just force Marwan to edit all of them, and uh, <laughs> and then maybe twenty twenty five we can find a way to reunite. Hmm. Twenty twenty five. Here we go. Quarter of the century. Yes. Base I mean, gang you, reunion. You and I have to find a way to get together much sooner. Yeah, we're a little closer to each we're other. Little, than, we're a little uh, closer. Yeah, I wasn't able to pop over to LA when you were just there, but we'll. We do. We both do need to go. We need to meet up in Nashville. Mm-hmm. We got to, some uh, folks there. We yeah want to meet up with. See Tim and Lauren and does Avi live in Nashville too? Yeah, Tim, Avi, and Lauren. I mean, that's. That's a that's, party right there. That's worth a trip. Maybe we can, maybe we can, maybe we can look into that sometime next summer. No, please, I, I would be down. I only been to Nashville once, and it was great. Also to see Avi, but um, yeah, it yeah. was it was it was a jolly old time. So to do that again with y'all would be great. Awesome. I mean, you've been you've been traveling a fair amount to meet up with other creators and stuff. You want to yeah. tell me about your your recent trip to LA? Who were you meeting up with, and what were you guys up to? Yeah. So actually, this um back crack first oh <laughs> mason all the, do all not the... cut that out do not cut that out <laughs> all, all the um bass singing it uh it tenses the back you got to release the cracks it's <laughs> not true but yeah um so la 
Um, this this was, funnily enough, my first trip in a while that was uh, purely vacation. Um, so some of my pitch slap friends after they graduated Berkeley, they moved to LA and over the break, uh, some of my friends who are still in the group with me, um, one of them, Nico, he's from LA or not from LA, he's from California. So he was back there over winter break. And so, uh, uh, his girlfriend, Alyssa and I, we flew over to, um, San Diego and chilled in orange County for like probably three or four days. And it was beautiful there, had a ton of fun. And then I went back up to, uh, I went up to uh, L.A. That's the place. I went up to L.A. (laughs) and I stayed in Burbank for the rest of the time. Uh, But it was we uh, it was great just kind of going to a place and not having to work. It was kind of like a a treat to myself because like Hoist is doing so well for all of us. Um, So kind of wanted to uh go and, and I did uh meet up with uh some creators like uh Charlie Curtis Beard. I met Stacy Ryan for the first time. That was real cool. Uh kind of like the TikTok um uh kind of like just saw some TikTok friends Nina from Citizen Queen and and many more. I met up with Colum. Colum, um, yes. Guinness. That's We great. went on a, a little a little bar crawl uh <sighs> one of the last nights I was there um in think it was actually i forget where it was but um we it it was it was very fun so just actually getting to chat with him because i'd never met him before he's a character man oh he is indeed so (laughs) get a few pints in us and we were we were having a good time yeah yeah but um (laughs) but it's it's so great i i know you can attest to this actually working with people online for so long and then meeting them in person is so rewarding it almost feels like you're not meeting for the first time yeah like you'll go up to them and it's like we haven't met before, right? And you got you just gotta check. <laughs> yeah. You gotta make sure. But um, it's it's been it was a very very fun trip. Got to, got to see some cool people, meet some friends from online that I haven't before. So, what's the complaint? Good food. I'm a I am a good sucker for food. Um, so they had some great food over there as well. Yeah, downtown LA does have some very solid restaurant choices. I'm glad that both our experience with with column was just meeting up for the first time and just getting drunk and shooting mm-hmm. the shit. We were, <laughs> I, we went, we yeah. went to this, we went to this whiskey bar after I did this voice competition and just drank nice whiskey until far too late. <laughs> and just <laughs> That's how it goes. Just two goons <laughs> drinking whiskey. I was literally in my suit from the, from the vent, like performance. Like I went from the performance just straight to the whiskey bar. <laughs> That was quite a first, a good first impression for Colm, yes. Colm, I imagine. Yes, Colm, I wear suits all the time. That's just, you know, <laughs> what I do. That's just Peter. That's, that's just, just Peter. It's just Peter. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I feel that, that that's what you need when you first uh, meet Colm. Like, yes. got to go on a little pub crawl, get a few yes. drinks. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Did you see Jay Young while you were out there? No, I didn't realize he was in L.A. I yeah, remember dude. he lives like 20 minutes from Colm. I remember I was I was also going to meet up with Jonathan Young, but uh, but the boyo got sick, unfortunately. But I didn't know. Next time, I need to hit up Jay Nunn because I was actually in. Um... Oh no! Sorry, sorry, Jay Young. So Jonathan, I was saying Jonathan Young. Oh, I thought you said Jaden, <laughs> <laughs> and then I brought up Jonathan Young. And said, That's okay, so yeah. funny. That's so funny. <laughs> um, Jay Young and Jay Nunn, but um. <laughs> But no, uh, there were, uh, uh, I don't know, it was just sickness season for the because a ton of my friends mm. were sick while I was there. And like the last month was kind of like the sick month for me. Like mm. I got a virus and stuff. It was everyone was kind of suffering. It was a very uh, <coughs> year for yeah, everyone. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so next time I am in L.A., yes, Jonathan Young and I are going to going to base it up. Amazing. All right, dude, let's um. Let's see what people have asked on Discord. I'll, Let's go. I'll fire those off at you. Uh, <laughs> first one's from Casper, of course. Oh no! <clears throat> if you Cut could, <laughs> if you could, would you combine the base gang and the Wellerman into one super base group, or do you prefer having those two separated? This is, of course, Casper <laughs> asking as the manager for both. It would make his job yes. a lot easier. <laughs> Fun, uh. Casper and I are both part of the base gang and the Wellerman, technically, <laughs> since uh Casper manages the base gang. He does a lot of like 
marketing and like management stuff for Wellerman as well. Uh, that would be that would be crazy. I remember <laughs> we had a we had a we had a call for Santiana. Um, I think it was all of us, uh, like the Wellerman and the bass gang. And and uh, I, I realized during that because I kept saying eight of us and they're like, Bobby, there's seven of us. <laughs> and I'm I'm just like dumb. I know there's four people in both groups, but I'm in both <laughs> yeah, so it trips me quick out. maths, quick maths. But um, <laughs> but no, that would be that would be definitely worlds colliding. Yeah. Uh, I, it would make it would definitely make um scheduling stuff easier because being in like there's a lot of similarities between the groups, mm-hmm. so I usually get confused about what's for what sometimes, mm-hmm. and so that's that's where the calendar comes in. Yeah, especially yes, now that this year, what's was that? Yeah. I was say, especially now the base gang's doing. We're kind of experimenting a little more with some shanties this year, so mm. even even more even more overlap between the groups <laughs> one way or another the the wellerman influence gets infected to all the other groups that's right <laughs> yeah but that would be funny yes we're 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 forming we're combining the groups this year spoilers that's what, that's what we've been hinting at this whole time yeah the the uh, weller gang that's what we- it's called now <laughs> the weller gang i love it <laughs> um okay this is from amy I didn't know this was true. She asks, where did you learn to dance so well? And what was it like hanging out with Vinny? So uh, the first part of the question, I'm a horrible dancer. <laughs> I, I I can't dance. Uh, I, I, I don't I don't know. Uh, she might have me mistaken with someone else. <laughs> um, and I think that uh, what, what was the second question again? <laughs> How was it hanging out with Vinny? Oh, amazing. So I. I met, so I actually met Vinny for, obviously we were like friends on TikTok for a while. Uh, they say opposites attract. And if you've heard our voices that then you'll that know exactly, why. Yes. But um, I, I met him like for the first time last year. It was, I think it was before, actually, no, that was separate. But we recorded Misty Mountains uh, the first time we met. And then we met up again a couple months ago when I was in New York. Um, because we reposted, uh, the Misty Mountains one we did a couple of years ago and it, it blew up as again. So we're like, what if we make more of these? And so one day that I was in New York, um, a couple, a couple months ago, I went to his place and we literally thought of and made and just banged out three different, um, three different TikToks. I think it was... It was two Christmas ones. There was uh, 12 Days of Christmas and Santa Baby. And then we also did I See Fire. Um, and those, we just like recorded all those and filmed those in one day and kind of released them spread out. And then they they did really well, but I See Fire did crazy well. It's almost at like 500,000 likes on Instagram, which is crazy. Jeez, yeah. Which is why, I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but Vinny and I are are making... um. A full cover of icy fire oh amazing and it and so i good oh that was one of the things over the past couple of days that i've uh been recording and i've been trying to find like a good morning because because i've won you got to have like strong a's for this song and stuff okay. so we've it's just gonna be super thick so awesome. are you yeah so Vin, uh so Vinny and i we kind of took the guitar track the beginning of the song is going to be like the TikTok audio that we had, and then it goes into the guitar track, which um, my friend's going to be playing guitar for it. Uh, shout out to you, Liam. And where he sent kind of the vocals that he recorded um, as the track, and it kind of like outlined the track and had the progression of the harmony, which is very similar to the original. And I just sat down and was like, okay. What should I do for this part? What should I do for this part? How am I going to stack this? What am I going to add? How am I going to make each of these sections different? Because there's some repetitive parts. And so that was another aspect of the past couple of days. We kind of did our own, uh, for lack of a better term, I guess, arranging of the song um, kind of to fit what was best for us as well. So we didn't come together and we're like, okay, this is where we're singing here. This is what we're singing here and here and here. Uh, we kind of just did our own thing working with the other person's vocals, if that makes sense. Nice. Nice. It sounds very organic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> cool. I'm excited to hear that. 
All right, let's yeah. see what else we got here. Um, oh, this is a great question from Mortius. Um, Mortius. Does Bobby enjoy his online identity as the sort of default super base as someone who gets tagged in countless TikToks to add base to it? Or does part of him wish his online presence was more known for more than just the lower part of your range of his range? Great question. That is a great question. Uh, especially, well, I started off when I first started singing, uh, it was because I love, I had a low voice and I loved singing bass stuff. Um, so I, I actually neglected my higher range for a long time uh, and kind of just stuck with like that low identity even before I became a TikTok singer. Um, like like in my college acapella group, they have this joke where they had this um, category of people who have sang every voice part for the group. And for my life, I am in the category of only singing one voice part. For my entire life and i'm not complaining it's it's very fun i i i love bass singing very much uh so it's i don't really uh dislike that bobby lobo voice uh title that that apparent that i've been given um after all i did name myself bobby bass for my <laughs> online presence uh so i do enjoy uh singing the low stuff definitely that's that's my favorite thing to do but i've been trying to trek into like higher singing as well um and i've tried to like test that out a little bit for um uh icy fire when i was recording the past couple days but i've been continuously like as my range has expanded over time kind of added it into more content that i do because it's also fun but uh but overall no it doesn't uh bother me to be this big base identity online it's it's something that i love to do and it's probably my favorite thing so yeah. yeah it's a pretty great thing to be known for i think yeah i'm not and, complaining <laughs> and in all in, in in covers you're getting to show off the the skill you develop in your upper range i mean friend like me is such a perfect example of that um god it's such a it's such an absolute banger i just want it to mm. i really just <laughs> want it to skyrocket <laughs> i i'm i've a, it's it's definitely my favorite arrangement uh and probably in the hardest arrangement i've ever done but it yeah. was it was so worth it. I put so much time and effort into it, kind of to push the boundaries of my arranging, especially after being um you you can kind of tell it was kind of inspired a little bit by like pitch slapped arrangements after singing several dozen arrangements by them <laughs> over the past couple of years. It's kind of got influenced in my brain. And I just love that style of a cappella. Kind of like that like almost like crunchy, that like very fast moving at some mm -hmm. points and uh kind of unique style there were a lot of unique things in that cover so I was, right I was up very right up to the video shoot you're working on it <laughs> yeah no literally, literally <laughs> yeah i think i was getting i was right before makeup they were all setting stuff up i was uh editing and mix uh doing a light mix for the demo that we were using to record that day <laughs> yeah because yeah. i think the day before i record i still had vocals to record after we filmed yeah. it yeah. it wasn't like main solo vocals but like the last day I was in the Czech Republic when I was uh uh I I was at Casper's. Um and so I went in like a little little broom, little boiler closet that he had, set up my mic and recorded the rest of the uh ten or one part that I gave myself for some reason. Um and it was it was very hot and sweaty, but finally I got it done and I was just I, I left that room and I sat down. And I know later I forgot to record one part where which I sent to you. I was like, "Hey, can you?" Uh, can you yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, but it was, I'm like that with a lot of songs. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I'm I am like that with a lot of songs. But yeah, that is the one of the craziest Disney songs ever made, and probably the craziest arrangement mm -hmm. I've ever heard. And I, it sounds complicated, but it's even more complicated if you look at what the music's doing. I remember over winter break just for fun because my, my buddy george is an absolutely like top deck guitar player in nashville and so i pulled up the chords for that song on ultimate guitar for him to like try to sight read for us to like sing through it it is it is like maybe every chord possible yeah <laughs> it, it is like it is like 30 or 40 different chords as opposed to like three or four like it's a normal crazy song. crazy like there's a key change every second. Like I don't, I, I don't even know how you pulled it off, man. 
Yeah, I don't either. The whole thing was just a fever dream. <laughs> uh, no, it was, it was, it was. I mean, the love I had for that song. It is my favorite Disney song. I love that. Colors of the Wind is amazing too. But like, friend like me, also Robin Williams. Like, come on. Oh my gosh, his voice uh, acting absolutely is... killed it. Yeah, he killed it. Killed it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, love the song. <laughs> cool. All right, one last one from Diamond. Um. I'll pick one of them. She asked a few, but what what's your main source of inspiration these days? Could be singers oh, or songs or whatever. That's an interesting question. Because over the years of my um singing career, I've had like a lot a lot of like bass singing inspirations. You know, you have your your Avi, your Thurl Ravenscroft, your the the other like acapella kings and stuff like that have been uh, real, really inspiring to the start of my um singing, my bass singing career. But uh, a lot of people don't realize I listen to th- that. That's not really those aren't really genres I listen to a lot. Like I usually listen to like hard rock, heavy metal, and stuff like that. Um, and so that's kind of what I've been inspired by most recently. I've been trying to learn more uh extreme vocal techniques. Um. Uh, like distort different kinds of distortion and stuff like that uh which is very different than the um the music that i put out um (laughs) as you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. so if i started releasing music that's like that we'll see how people like it but it's music that i really enjoy and have found a lot of inspiration in recently um so we'll see where that goes like i guess my literally my first vocal inspiration my whole life even before i started singing was uh david draymond of disturbed nice. uh who has who has the voice of both uh an angel and a devil yes um so it's you you, you could even see that a little bit in my uh, sound of silence cover but that's that's mostly where i've been like pulling it more recently because i just really enjoy that music have you heard the the newest song from them disturbed oh which one uh don't tell me oh don't tell the the one with Anne. yeah that's saying right yeah i remember um uh listening to that album when that came out uh like a year oh when was right it? i guess they just made the video for it but it's been out for longer yeah yeah no it's uh whenever there's a disturbed album dropping i'm into it Dude, but like recently, phenomenal yeah and Ann wilson's, wilson's voice is amazing yeah. it's perfect for that song yeah, it's just li- I-, I remember listening to that song for the first time. Like I was literally walking down the street just in my neighborhood at night. Just listen. Don't tell me now yeah. that you hate. And I was like, oh, it's just yeah. it's hitting me right here as I walk, yeah. walk yeah. through the cold. Yeah. I just did. I just made an analysis for it that finally the copyright finally cleared. So it's coming out Thursday morning nice yeah i saw you also did one um for uh for chop suey of us yeah just put that out yesterday yeah hell yeah that's that's another group that i've really gotten into recently uh like last summer i i went through their entire discography which which was like five albums but they released those five albums within the span of less than 10 years which was kind of crazy i didn't realize that and Absolutely I just insane. love their music. Them, Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> yeah. Started listening to Corn recently. Just just a lot of like new metal vibes, kind of. Yeah. But yeah. That's, that's Bobby. Good stuff. <laughs> that's Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Any uh final words to the fans, the supporters? Oh. Uh, before we sign uh, off. I don't know. <clears throat> so much has happened since the first. That was our first podcast. That was one of the first things I did as uh, as Bobby Bass. It was back in my college uh, house, back in Lowell, Massachusetts, and just seeing all the things that I've accomplished since then. Because it's it hasn't even been. It's it's probably actually been about three years since then. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's probably a little bit, a little about. bit less even. Yeah. So it's just seeing what I've done and what like we've done throughout that entire time makes 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 me very hopeful and excited for the future. So yeah. I hope you all enjoy what's coming. I have one more request for you. Yes. I would love for you to say some form of please like and subscribe and leave a comment in Kermit's voice. OK, here we go. Thank you so much for watching this video and don't forget to leave a like and drop a comment below 
and don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate uh, that. No problem. Thank you, Peter. All right, we'll sign off and do a little debrief. See you, buddy. Bye. Bye.